welcome to Elle's Cottage, a haven of beauty and a celebration of the everyday. Make yourself a cuppa and let's enjoy a moment together. Hello lovelies, welcome back. It is so nice to have you here in the cottage with me today. Today we're doing what we always do and that is just talk about all the lovely sweet little things in life. But of course that always starts with tea here. So this week I have been enjoying honey vanilla chamomile tea, not much new. But I've also been mixing in some iced tea often because it is quite hot. We did have a cooler weekend um, a couple weeks back. Yes, I'm still remembering it. <laughs> we got down into the 80s, which was very refreshing. And now we're looking at a week in the hundreds. So we'll be looking to stay indoors as much as possible. But everything is still bright and green in the world, which I'm very grateful for. Things have not quite yet turned dead and brown. So I'm very grateful. I love seeing every tree, bush, and shrub in beautiful leaf and just all all the greenery. It is so refreshing and I really love it. So it has been wonderful to see. The deer are still daily visitors. They seem to be just living around our house now, which is very cute. Our dogs definitely don't appreciate them trespassing. So it does get a little bit loud with all the barking, but they are super cute to watch and the fawns are still bespeckled and they have their little white dots, but they're getting bigger and bigger and they're getting more graceful and a little bit more cautious. They are still a little bit um, more brave than their parents would like. They get closer to the house than their parents are comfortable with, but they are cute and they are growing up and it is very sweet to watch. In the garden, we also have black and blue butterflies now. So I love these. They're some of my favorites in the summer, but I haven't seen them. So it was really nice to watch these ones return. They're super pretty. They're mostly black, but they have this gorgeous, like bright indigo blue um, that has like an edging almost on their wings. And it's absolutely stunning. So I love watching those. And there's been a lot of yellow butterflies, but only when I'm driving. So I see a lot of them whenever I'm driving through country lanes. And that is also very pretty to watch. With our birds, our little baby birds in the nest, we have a little porch fern if you haven't been following. And on our porch in the fern, they always build a nest and they reuse it constantly. I don't know if they rebuild it every time or if they just clean it out and just use what's there. But they love nesting in our fern. And the baby birds have been super cute lately. I came by to check on them the other day and they were, this one leg was leaning on the edge and it saw me. Like it, it was at the stage where its eyes could open and it like just leaned its head over the nest and opened up its mouth. <laughs> it thought I was going to feed it, the poor little hungry baby. It was so cute, but it, it, it caught on. I, this person's not going to feed me and it just kind of like closed its mouth and sulked back down into the nest. <laughs> It was very cute. Poor baby. But they seemed to grow up pretty quick. It wasn't much longer that I came. I didn't go actually out onto the porch. I looked through the window because the whole family was in the nest. Mama and daddy were in the fern and the babies were like hovering over the nest trying to learn to fly. It was so cute. They'd get like an inch up and hover and then drop back down to the nest. It was super precious. 
I loved getting to watch them practice. And it really was like the next day that the nest was like empty. Like, I don't know if they came back to sleep in the evening, but they learned really fast how to fly and they were like pretty much gone. So it was really cute. I do miss them already, but it was very cute to watch. And I love, love seeing our little baby birds grow up as well. The hummingbirds are also very, very happy. I've seen a lot more hummingbirds lately than normal. And one even came up to my bedroom window, which is not even near the feeders. <laughs> and it just came and hovered in front of the window and just stared at me for a few minutes. And it was so cute. Just kind of came to say good morning. But those are precious as well. And we have more of our colorful birds coming back. We kind of was missing them. And apparently um, it's because we didn't have the right bird food. So they like the mixed berry bird food and they are very picky about it. So we got, we splurged and got one of those and they were, they were all flocking back again. So we've had our cardinals, summer tanagers or tanagers. I'm not sure how to pronounce that one. Um, our indigo buntings and goldfinches. So we usually get these all through the summer um, and we will see them even at the feeder whenever they don't have their favorite food. But we've had more of them lately because they are very picky and they do enjoy the fancy food. So hopefully they stay even after the fancy food is all used up because they are gorgeous to watch. What I've been listening to lately is lots of classical music or pretty soundtracks that pretty much remind me of the cottagecore aesthetic. I've also been listening to the soundtrack for the new Netflix Persuasion adaptation. So this released on Friday, I believe, and this very last week, and it was very entertaining. <laughs> I have a review coming, but the soundtrack, the soundtrack was absolutely gorgeous. Every single song was divine. It's really short. There's only a few songs on it, but I loved it. I have been listening to it on repeat. It has been amazing. But as for what I've been watching, which is of course Persuasion, I have my little review. This one is a very interesting adaptation. They, this is an adaptation of Jane Austen's persuasion or novel persuasion. And this is obviously a classic and was a beautiful Regency novel. As for an adaptation, they went for a very, very modern bent. They used a lot of modern lingo and language. Um, they replaced a lot of Jane Austen's exquisite prose with slang. <laughs> so it's very controversial at the moment. I do have to say that, in my opinion, this movie was a dumpster fire of an adaptation <laughs> because it was unfaithful to the history um, of the time period, the heroine and the book. But as a movie, it really was really fun and very enjoyable to watch. Like it was highly entertaining. So I can't exactly consider it an adaptation because it was so far off base. However, if it was just looked at as kind of a standalone inspired by a movie, it was really fun and entertaining. There was still a lot to enjoy. I will not turn this into a rant about what I didn't like, but there was a lot to enjoy about it. The costumes were exquisite. I think the costuming department got the theme of the book the best. Everything was subdued and minimal because the book is very mature and it's Jane Austen's most mature, almost solemn work. It's a little bit melancholy. Gorgeous romance. Absolutely incredible. One of the most beautiful books I've ever read. But it is a little bit more toned down. So the costuming being subtle and classic was perfect. They also looked super elegant and classy. I loved it. So the costuming was amazing. 
That was fun. Like I already said, the music was great. These side characters were incredible. I think that they really stole the show. Lady Russell is my favorite, in this one, is my favorite rendition of Lady Russell that I have seen in any adaptation. She blended that perfect balance of being really opinionated and very forceful in her opinion, but also being still very kind and loving and motherly, which is exactly who Lady Russell is in the book. So I loved that. I do have to say, though, that Henry Golding's role as Mr. Elliot totally eclipsed everybody else in the entire film. He obviously relished playing the bad guy so much. He had so much fun with that role. And it just shows. It is just absolutely incredible. I think his just pure joy in playing that character just took over the entire show for me. So that was really fun. I did enjoy that a lot. Um, I think the main characters could have been better, but it was still really fun and I still enjoyed it. So if you are new to Persuasion and Jane Austen in general, definitely watch it. It is fun. If you don't like it, please don't hold that against Jane Austen because it really isn't the same. If you are old to Jane Austen like I am and you love her work and you just appreciate it all, I would still say watch it, but just watch it with an open mind. I, I wouldn't even try to compare it to the original. You just kind of got to enjoy it for what it is and it is really fun. So that is my opinion on the new Persuasion movie. I know there's lots out there, but that is mine. I thought it was great. Great and terrible. It was both. It was both. But if, if you look at it as just a fun spinoff, it was really good. But anyways, moving on to my favorite segment of the podcast, it is what's been bringing me joy. So these are little things, big things, everything in between. But one of the things I've been enjoying the most lately is driving through the summer countryside, like especially now when it's really, really hot out and you can't exactly go walking or hiking that often. It's really, really nice just to be out in nature, even if the windows are up and the air conditioning's on. But it's super pretty to watch all the wildflowers in the fields, all the freshly wrapped hay bales, you know, just watching them all fly by the window. We've got rivers and forests near us. So it's just really pretty to take a cute, a cute little country drive and just watch it all, especially if you've got a cup of iced tea. So if you got some iced tea, take it with. It is the perfect little summer outing. And I absolutely have loved that lately. I also did manage to go on a quick little hike this last week, um, whenever we had our cool weekend. So we went out on the very coolest day we have had all month, and we did a short hike. It was very short. I am not conditioned for hiking. <laughs> this was probably even just considered a, considered a strenuous walk for many people, <laughs> but it was really fun. And I did, of course, dress up in a subtle elven ranger garb, so I kind of had my cape. I didn't want to bring a sun hat, so I brought a piece of fabric that I consider a short cape, and I just made it into a hood whenever we walked through the sun, and it was just really fun. It was nice to put braids in my hair and wear my Celtic torque brooch, so it was fun. Oh, for people that don't know what a Celtic torque brooch is, a torque is a Celtic metalworking design. They used it for bracelets, necklaces, and obviously brooches. It looks like an incomplete circle, 
and it usually has various designs and symbols worked into it. Mine has thistles because the thistle is the flower of Scotland and my family's heritage is Scottish. So I love mine. Um, hard to describe as a brooch, but essentially it is an incomplete circle that has a little spike that's attached onto it. And depending on how you fold fabric over the brooch and you twist it over the spike, it'll actually hold the fabric and lock it in place. So it's the perfect little brooch. Very fun, but it was really nice to just kind of feel like a little bit like an elven ranger walking through the woods without being too conspicuous. <laughs> so that was really fun. The hike itself was perfect for me as a beginner, but it was also really gorgeous. We walked through the woods most of the time, but there was lots of rivers that we crossed and of course a couple of meadows that we even went through. There were boardwalks and lots of rocks and tree roots to clamber over. So you kind of felt like you were out on an adventure, which was really neat. Also, we saw a ton of dragonflies. I don't know what it was about this particular area, but we don't see a ton of dragonflies where we live. But there were so many here. There was blue ones, green ones. These ones were velvety black. And that included their wings. It wasn't even like the typical dragonfly kind of crystalline wings. These were like butterfly wings, but like velvety black, absolutely stunning. However, there was one type of dragonfly that we were very confused by. We couldn't tell if it was some strange kind of butterfly or some hybrid of a dragonfly and a butterfly. But we finally saw one stop, like it's held still. And its wings alternated between being clear and black. So it gave it this weird effect as it flew. So it was just absolutely magical. It was really fun. We had a lot of enjoyment watching all, all the bugs and everything. Thankfully, none were on us, so it was even more enjoyable. But it was really fun. That was a great, a great thing to do. Also, I have been keeping you guys posted on my Lord of the Rings walking challenge. So I have been endeavoring to walk the distance from Shire to Mordor. And I did it first with the Conqueror Challenges. They did a really great system. You get a medal and everything. It was really fun. I only did it from the Shire to Bree um, because it was very expensive. But for everyone that's been interested in it, I did want to let you know that I found a new one that I have now been using for the rest of the journey. And even though I highly recommend Conqueror Challenges, if you can afford it, it's super worth it. It's just out of my budget at the moment. But if you are also like me and you've got a tight budget, Fantasy Hike is an app on your phone and it's only $4 for the whole thing. And it's a one-time payment. It's not a subscription. So I was really excited. So this has been really fun. It's a cute little um, illustrations that you get to watch. You've got your little character and it travels across all these beautifully designed scenes through Middle Earth. So if you are looking for a Lord of the Rings walking challenge, but on a budget, highly recommend this one. It also is cute because I don't think they have a license to use all the Tolkien um, terms. So you have halflings instead of hobbits and everything's just slightly off. It's the strutting pony instead of the prancing pony. Um, Mount Fire instead of Mount Doom. I think my favorite was instead of Midgewater Marshes, it was Mosquito Water. <laughs> that was a little amusing. So I enjoy that as well. That's really fun to watch and see how they've worked their way around it. It's really cute, but 
definitely recommend that if anyone is interested. But of course, one thing that I have loved every evening is my tea, my books, and my candles. So that has been my favorite way to wind down the evenings. I have been bouncing between a bunch of different books, so I don't have one that I'm dedicated to at the moment, but it's just nice to have books by, even whenever I don't have the energy to even read them, it's just soothing to have them there, and I just love, love it very much. I even did a very big haul from the library yesterday. I filled a massive bag full of books, and even though I know I won't read through all of them before they're due, it's just nice to have them there. All right, well, that is it for all the personal things, but for our shop, we've actually got a lot going on as well. So I photographed an assortment of new items for the shop this week, and now they're already up and available. There were baby blankets, scrunchies, and even a couple early autumn items. And looking at Etsy, the way so many people are favoriting them, I think you guys are already ready for autumn. And I can't blame you. I'm getting ready too. I feel like it's weird in July to already be looking forward to fall, but especially with the heat being so extreme, it is kind of nice to think about cold, crisp days and pumpkin spice. But yeah, you guys let me know. Are you guys already ready for fall or not? I'm really excited for it, but I'm trying to enjoy summer while it's here. <laughs> I also was busy restocking the plant room, which is an amazing plant shop in town. And I pulled together some bandanas, art, cards, and all of them have a fun plant lady flair. So that was fun. They now have a fresh stock of cute items in store. And this week, I also created new packaging for our hair bandanas. These have been kind of haphazardly tagged in the past. I just had safety pinned uh, tags to the fabric. It did not look great. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that phase. <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to figure out how to package a hair bandana, but I finally redesigned it. Now we have the bandanas folded in a really nice aesthetic way. And then there's a branded wrapping that I wrap around it and it holds it neatly in place. I didn't think it would hold, and I think that's why I put it off for so long, but it actually does like hold its shape and will hold the whole thing in place. So I'm very glad, and I hope you guys like it. It looks so much better. <laughs> but thank you guys for bearing with in the growing stages of a small business. I appreciate you guys. But I'm really excited and they look really nice and we're hoping to make some more hair bandanas. We've been actually selling out. I think we've only got one left in the shop. We've got a couple in the plant room though. So if you want them in your local, run to the plant room. You can grab the planty ones, but we have some co a cottage core one left online as well. Lastly, I have already been working on new art pieces and possibly some items for our next art collection. So this one I'm very, very excited about. We're hoping to have not just art pieces and stickers. We're hoping to have a whole collection of items based around this theme. And I'm very excited about it. So I'm not ready to share all of it yet, but I can't wait to. And I just want to let you guys know that some very exciting things are in the works. All right, our item feature of the week is a cottage core knitting needle holder. This is so super cute. I was so tempted to keep this for myself. This is a constant problem with running my own business as I always want to keep the items. But this was super cute. I did list it in the shop. I'm not keeping it. But it is a beautiful knitting needle holder. It is made with pink florals and has a little applique cottage on the front. It's got a darling wooden button with flowers painted on it so the whole thing clasps closed. 
Of course, it has several different pockets and different sizes for your various sized knitting needles, circular needles, and notions. And it actually comes with a couple of cute notions as well. We haven't done this a lot, but we actually have things like included in this one. And there's a ruler for measuring needle sizes. And my favorite, it's a little space keeper. I know there's a better term for that, but it's the little... It's basically like the little funny safety pins that you hook on that keep your space when you're counting stitches. And this one has a little teacup and saucer on it. It is so precious. So I love it. This one is a great gift for knitting lovers in your life or just for a very good treat for yourself. So I hope you guys enjoy it. That is the end of the podcast. I know this was a bit of a long one, but we had a lot to catch up on. It's been a couple of weeks. So thank you guys for joining me and having a lovely little visit and chat. Remember that if you are local to Springfield, Missouri, we have items in Bree's little closet and the plant room. But of course, everything is online in ellscottage.com. So if you guys want to meet me online, I am in the cottage on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Ells Cottage, and like I said, at ellscottage.com. If you guys ever have any questions, suggestions, or things you'd like me to talk about for the podcast, feel free to email me at ellscottageshop at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for joining me. It was lovely to spend the afternoon with you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week, that you stay cool in this hot weather, and that you always remember to create a beautiful life.